Hey, welcome to Why Am I a Knicks Fan? And before we get started here, I just wanted to, I guess, apologize to you guys because when we were recording this, I was battling a tickle in my throat that I could not get rid of. So during different parts, you hear me yell pause and then we get started again. It was kind of too hard to edit out that pause and it's really not that big a deal because uh, it goes right back into talking and everything, back to our conversation. And then we were taking so long to do it, I just started coughing on the air. So I definitely apologize for that. And also the first five minutes of this recording, I sound far away, but that corrects itself to get back to the phenomenal sound quality. And it, it's really a great conversation with my guest for this week, uh, Chris Marini, that is the host. He is the host of Bus Bridge to Nowhere in a podcast. And I just want to thank him a hundred times because he really carried this podcast as I was on my deathbed and we had just a phenomenal conversation. So please enjoy, or I guess you will enjoy, but please listen and enjoy. I don't know what I'm saying here. Just keep listening is what I'm fucking saying. All right. Take care. All right. Welcome to Why Am I a Knicks Fan? A podcast about the game I love, basketball. We're back here at QED Studios. My name is Miller Mark. I am a comedian and a huge Knicks fan for some fucking reason. My guest today is the host of the podcast, A Bus Bridge to Nowhere. Did I get it right, Mr. My Friend, Mr. Chris Marini? Yes, you did. How's it going, Mark? Yeah, pretty good, man. I'm excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this for a few weeks now since we set this up. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna. Are we allowed to say we're gonna record his podcast after this, and I'll be a guest on his? Yeah. Am I giving away secrets here? No, you're. You're. Trust me, there's nothing to be confidential about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm switching up the format a little because I am so goddamn sick of the Knicks that I want to talk more NBA this week. And obviously, the big news of the day is you know Kobe Bryant's death. Yeah, just a all around tragedy for everyone involved. Nine people in total, himself and his daughter. And then seven other people with him in the helicopter. It's just, it was a shock. Well, how did you hear about it? I, w- I was at work on Sunday, and one of the associates came up to me, and he's like, you're never going to believe who just died. And I'm, I'm, my first oh, thought wow. was like, did someone from work just oh, yeah, go? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute, because he was just so somber. And I was like helping a guest, and he, he looks up, and he goes, and he, like, he's a basketball fan, and he goes, and he's like, Kobe. And my first thought was like, just because of who Kobe was, I was like, Kobe who? <laughs> like, there's no way it could have been him. And then he goes, you know, Kobe Bryant's dead. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. how can that be? And he goes, helicopter crash. I'm like, okay, now you're just fucking with me because yeah, yeah. that can't be true. And you know, so I immediately went to Twitter. Twitter, I think, broke. There was like a few moments when I first, like, when the news was like first coming out. No, there were, when I looked at the trending, trending didn't exist. It said there's nothing trending right now. Oh, wow. Like, it was, it was ridiculous, at least on the app. I don't know about actual, like, the desktop version, but like, mobile, the mobile app, there was nothing trending. And I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. I finally found it on Reddit, the TMZ article. And it was just it was just stunning. I thought, all right, maybe it's a hoax, or one of those things. It was, but as it, as it went on and more and more things came out, and then the confirmation came out, it was just, I've never, I never met him. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. Well, no, you never know. You might have. Yeah, but I mean, like even like I'm not. I'm not even not even the biggest basketball fan there is, but I still like it was a gut wrenching. Like it, I I felt that like my stomach kind of dropped because it's just the that whole mama mentality that he had. He felt he he to me he was invincible almost. Yeah, it's like one of those where I saw you. I saw you tweeted out, "Please no more." That was after like they just kept naming people. Yeah, when when they brought because at first it was like, all right, you know, it's long. If if you're gonna lose him, like please, you don't want it to be his family involved. And then his daughter gets caught up in it, and then it's it's just 
his 12 year old or 13 which was 13 Gigi it, it, it's just a then there was like all the conflicting reports which was also just a horrible horrible day for journalism out there because there was just so many people misreporting and trying to like get to be the first one to report oh, yeah, something that one that said like didn't he name the whole family yeah they said like the whole family might have been it was uh, and apparently TMZ published their report about him passing before the family was notified See, I heard I heard uh, J. A. Adande on uh, Bill Simmons podcast, and he's like a journalism um, professor now, and he used to work for the L. A. Times, I think. Yeah. And he said it's obviously not nice, but they're doing a job. You know what I mean? And they had everything correct. Yeah. No. Ex- ex- like, I'm not saying like that's wrong, but like it's just terrible that it happened. And I, f- I feel like I, I would think, at least in just in general cases, I mean, obviously with a high profile celebrity or athlete, it's different. You would think that there'd be some sort of like rules and regulation involved to ensure that family finds out first before you know his seventeen-year-old's on Twitter and sees that her dad's dead. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because her yeah. kid, her kid found out on Twitter. Yeah, because that's I mean, if you're a kid at that age, yeah, you're like on the, Twitter twenty-four-seven. Yeah, you know? and it's just a, you know, and like again, like yes, TMZ didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Is it unethical? Yeah, probably, but. You know, just to be like, I can only imagine like uh, I think Natalia's the the oldest daughter's name. Just scrolling on Twitter and seeing like everything about like your, her father. Oh yeah, because like, that oh, we're not gonna miss him. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know it's one thing to have you know just like R.I.P. an athlete or R.I.P. this celebrity that you don't know, but when it's your when your father is as much of an icon as he is, and all of Twitter just turns into like you know a mourning site. Now, speaking of that icon status, I mean, I knew he was huge, but he's like. Huge. Yeah, no, his his like I yeah, I mean his global reach you knew like I mean think about it, like well when I was in middle school and high school every time you threw a piece of paper in the garbage can you'd always say Kobe before oh, you threw yeah, something yeah. out. I heard some other because I'm a, obviously I'm older than my guest here. Uh, I heard another person your age say that. Yeah, it, say that the was exact just like same thing. Yeah, yeah any, anytime you shot something in something something that was like a shape like a basket it was just Kobe just called it out, and I mean and I. From my age, I didn't get to see Jordan, you know. I saw too much of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my generation, we – I the if, if I were to start remembering, like, when I maybe first remembered watching basketball, Jordan was with the Wizards. Oh, wow. And that was, like, what, early – that was, like, 2000, 2001. He was still good for him, and I was still enjoying it when he would miss a, a, miss a game. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, old man, you fucking suck. All right. <laughs> but he still was actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not saying much to be the best player on the Wizards at the time, but that was well, – the average, like 20. Yeah, no, know? he was – but that's not the – not that's not the competitive just like – He'd be the best guy on the Knicks right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and he's, what, 60? Yeah. Like 58. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Kobe was like our generation's – Jordan, in a sense, you know, he he or almost, you know, you could you could compare him. That might. There's I actually a tr- think he might be bigger than Jordan because of all the media, all the social. Yeah. Like if Jordan died, I guess in the early 2000s, it would have been big. But I don't know about this big. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, Kobe. I couldn't believe like everybody, every game, everybody's doing. Every tributes. sport had a tribute to him. Everybody talking about how they got touched by him and everything. Yeah. And. It's just unbelievable. Like I knew he was big in China because when they went over there, I think he was bigger than Yao Ming. Like people yeah, like, oh yeah, Yao Ming. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He Kobe. He, yeah, <laughs> his his importance kind of just transcended basketball. It went. It was just. It was all of sports, like athletically and just like in the athletic community in general. His his mantras, his commitment to just excellence and winning. And he also became more of a human later in life. Oh, yeah. He, he, he wasn't just a robot. Sport. And, yeah, 
I mean, and yeah, we, you know. But he wanted to be Jordan so bad, and he saw Jordan as this guy who's punching Steve Kerr in the face because he didn't <laughs> set a pick in practice or whatever. Not. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, yeah, Kobe had his beef with Shaq and their little debate going on. But also, he's a young man. Yeah, exactly. He was a kid trying with an ego to match Shaq's. Yeah. But they still won together. And, you know, they you. should have won a lot more. Oh, they, they definitely should have. But, um,. I mean, just but yeah. Once he retired, he became a human being and not just a robot, like a like an athletic robot. And he had per, you saw more personality to him. He he was he wanted to be part of his kid's life. I mean, you know that's why he has a hel- he got a helicopter, right? Well, the cool thing years ago, I read an article because I'm gonna say positive things about him because through his life, I did not say too many positive things. He, I wasn't a big fan, is what I'm saying. But the um the yeah, actually, can you pause right there? All right, sorry, I was uh, taking a little water break there to uh, clear up a little tickle I have. But what I was going to say is a couple years ago I read about an article about Kobe that actually made me like him a little more because he started taking the helicopter to and from games to save time to develop his businesses, and he would do business meetings, I think, on the helicopter, and he would land on the Staples Center roof, I think. Yeah, he um, – well, in the one I – in an interview he had, I don't remember who it was with, but he said that – there was one time he was he was missing like one of his daughters was having a play, and he got stuck in traffic and he missed the beginning of it, and he didn't want to mi- keep missing out on like. Oh, that is pretty funny how maniacal he is. Yeah, like, like most people be like, oh, sorry about that, and like, he was, like, I'm getting a helicopter now. Yeah, he didn't want to keep missing out on his kids like what they were doing after school. I mean, for granted, his the first twenty years of their lives, he was playing basketball, and you know he. Yeah, because I guess if you do the math. I guess the, his eldest, he had like five years in the league or something, if I'm doing the math right. Three years, because his oldest is 17. Yeah, but he's been retired for a couple of years. Oh, true. Yeah, so like five yeah. or six years in. Oh, I'm, I'm testing you with that yeah. math. <laughs> but yeah, he would. He didn't want to miss out after he retired. He didn't want to miss anything. He wanted to be there. He would He would take them to, he, like his wife said, oh, I'm going to take the kids to school. She'd be like, no, 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 I got this. Even though it's like 10 minutes in the car ride, I just want to see them and be with them. And I feel bad for even bringing this up because, but I guess it's been a week, but they said they never, is it Vanessa, his wife? Mm-hmm. They never rode the helicopter together, but it wasn't out of fear? They yeah, they had they pretty much had an agreement that only one person would be in the helicopter in case of an accident. Oh, so, oh I got what they're saying. They're not, they weren't fearful, but th- they're playing it smartly. Smart. Yeah, yeah they, they pretty much, like, it, it was like out of just in case. Yeah, it's like how the vice president and the president don't ride together. Yeah, they, they wanted to keep, in case, God forbid, something like this happened, the kids wouldn't lose both parents, you know. Now, like I said, I, I, I guess we're not offending anybody, but what happened? Why did they go airborne when they weren't supposed to? Well, they were going to the... No, were, but it was like heavy fog. Yeah. Did were, somebody go, no, no, I got this. Yeah, they well, they got special clearance to go, and I'm assuming because of Kobe's status. But I heard the pilot was some guy that's, uh, isn't he authorized to fly in fog or something? I'm not, I don't know about him. I just know they got special clearance. They were given clearance because all of their helicopters were grounded. God, isn't that always the way? It's yeah. just like, just relax, you know? Yeah. But maybe were, he's done it before and been all trying, right. They were trying to get to um, the Mamba Academy. Because they had a game that day, so that's why they were having. They had one of the other, another. Um, they had an assistant coach was one of the ones who perished, the pilot himself. Then they had another girl who was on the team with her mother, and then that baseball coach with his wife and his kid. 
Mm. Like almost an entire, you know, almost a whole family was wiped out. And from what I from what I've read and what I've seen, it was they ascended and then rapidly descended before crashing into. And I think they pretty much didn't see the top of the mountain and they missed it. Like they said, they missed the clearance by like twenty to thirty feet. Oh wow! Hey, can you pause again? <laughs> no. Yeah, so I heard there was video out there of it too. I mean, there's footage of like it like smoldering, I think, but I don't think they've no one. But that yeah, 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 Donde said somebody sent him like where it's an actual crash. Uh, I mean, maybe, but I don't know if that'll ever see the light of day. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I know there was video of there was like someone had footage of the helicopter like in the air, but a few minutes before it crashed. I mean, maybe the footage kept going. Mm. But all I saw was like you see it overhead. Because there was a guy, there was a witness who, like, he was, he happened to be a mechanical engineer, so like, he had an expertise in like working on helicopter motors, and he like gave this like really detailed account because he said that it was flying over. He heard it. He knew like he rattled off like the engine, like the model of the helicopter. Oh wow! Because he was just like so, you know, well well rounded in the, in the subject. He could like estimate the height. He could tell the way it was going, how fast it was going. Then he said he kind of he just listened. He kind of followed off, but he couldn't see it because it was above the cloud line. Then he said he heard a crash, and then everything after that is what happened. Yeah, I just like I just go back to I wonder how many times they've gotten special clearance and made it. Yeah. Because, you know, when police helicopters are grounded, yeah. I'd probably still be like, ah, oh, fuck it, we can make it now, you yeah. know what I mean? But just the one time, all it takes, man. Yeah, and that's and I think that's what made everyone kind of realize, like, the fragility of life and everything, especially with someone like him who was viewed as just, like, this invincible – I mean, the guy tore his Achilles, hit two free throws, and walked off the court on his own power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was just like, he would, some nothing could break him, you know? And then just to go, just taking your kid to your basketball game, granted, not like the normal way, like a normal person, like a normal parent would, but still even just, even a car accident could be just so simple like that. Oh, yeah. And now, actually, I, Sorry, I was seeing like a lot of people like compare, like, I, I don't know if I would make the comparison, but a lot of people have made it like a, a jump between his death and like Princess Diana. Oh yeah, like just yeah. Such a well-respected, well-known figure, tragically lost at a young age in a horrific accident. Because Diana died in that car accident in Paris, I think, in '98. Yeah, the I remember that too. I think it happened overnight too. Because like, yeah, I woke it was like up early in the morning. Yeah, because I woke up. And I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. I would, there's only like really a handful of people that could get this much attention too. The uh, did you? Oh, actually, I just wanted to say the one game I really did appreciate his superior talents was the 08 gold medal game did you watch that uh i mean i know they won he's won he won two gold i know he won i never saw like the highlights or anything no because you know i would get up early and watch it over in china i mean obviously i was here but the um yeah he just took over in the last few minutes where like lebron was on the court they kind of froze in the gold medal game against spain and they needed that alpha dog to take him home because they were killing everybody, and then they finally met a team that was yeah. like, "We're not scared." Even <laughs> yeah, those like mid two thousand Spain teams were really good. Well, even now, didn't they just win the last World Cup? I think so. Yeah, well, because the U.S. No, wait. The U.S. didn't send anybody. Well, they sent a seventh place team. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they still sent NBA players. Yeah, but it wasn't the LeBrons, the you know, the Chris Pauls like the, of that like level. Yeah. Now, did you watch any of the tribute last night? Uh, I watched the. I saw it afterwards. I was out when I got home. I watched. I watched LeBron's speech. I watched um, 
like the videos, the one with uh, the the cellist playing. Yeah, I just watched the speech or whatever. The, the, I thought it was pretty good, though. Yeah, LeBron, he, it was a great one, like, and he went off the the script like he had something prepared by the Lakers. Oh, that, that, that's yeah. What he could, like he had a piece of paper. I that, did like the shit that he dropped. Yeah, that, that, and ESPN was like, "Yeah, fuck it, we'll let it go." Yeah, but yeah, he he went off he went off script and kind of went off the top of his head, and it was, it was a lot more meaningful. I and think. as a comedian, I, I was like, "God, he's that's really good." He was he was rattling off like statistics, like that when you're talking in front of people to remember all that shit. Nah. Yeah, no, he he really took advantage. Like, he really took the moment, and then it's. You know, it's crazy to how you know Lakers go from Kobe to LeBron, and LeBron's got to usher in or just help a city grieve because LA is hurting. LA oh, yeah. is really hurting, and like um, I mean, we talk about Kobe's impact globally, but nothing for what he did for that city. I mean, he made he made a, an entire fan base obnoxious again. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, with LeBron's right there yeah, and exactly. to that. Oh, yeah. But they did a really Usher did sang Amazing Grace. Boys to Men sang the national anthem, and LeBron was like, actually, like, legitimately like sobbing, listening to the national anthem, and they did a great tribute video. And accompanying it was a, I don't remember the name of the cellist, but it was like someone playing the cello, which is this low mono, like low bass uh, sound to go along with the tribute. It, it was really well done by the Lakers. And every seat, I think every section either had a twenty-eight shirt or a twenty-four shirt. With you mean his an name. eight? Yes, I meant eight. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, like, 20. Do you have a third jersey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, each section had 24 or or number eight on them, and every fan was wearing the yellow jerseys. Yeah. I wonder if just – and this has just nothing to do – I know they're a hot ticket anyway. I just wonder, was it a really hot ticket to get into after Appar- – Yeah, apparently ticket sales were like – had been like 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 upper levels, like selling for like 700. Wow. Like, like so it's were, like a finals game. Though. Yeah, people were really like – which – I think I think what part of the reason why LA postponed their first game Tuesday was because just ticket scalpers were just going through the roof, and they didn't want they didn't want that to happen when they wanted like the LA community to be there. Oh yeah, that's the worst thing that happened at the last season of Shea Stadium where the scalpers bought all these tickets. Yeah, nobody bought them, so yeah. we would have games that attendance said fifty thousand, it'd be like thirty thousand there. Yeah, so they took it on the chin. <laughs> now uh, the game actually pause one more time. Yeah, as for the game, like Lillard had what forty nine or Lillard's had a big week. He had like sixty the other night. Oh yeah, he's, no. he's, I think this like last like six games, he's averaging over forty points. Yeah, he's. Are they winning at all? I didn't never looked them in the standing. I, I, I know they sucked for a while. Well, I know he he um he went off on Houston and he made that like. Oh, because Russ is his yeah, big rival. Yeah, he dropped that huge three from like center court, basically, in Russ's face. It was just like that was definitely one of those like heat check moments. But yeah, he he just dropped it on him and was like, you know, what's up? Get at me. But he I, he's he's been really like I don't I I don't know how they're doing. I don't like I said I'm not really following. I can I can look that up while we keep going here. Well, we're pausing again. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, did you uh, look up – and I apologize for all – obviously this is going to be edited in or edited out or whatever, but I am battling a, a tickle here that we got to keep pausing. So I apologize to Chris and uh, my producer, Tristan. But we're going to try to keep moving here. Now, what is their record? Uh, currently they're 22-27, and 27, but they've, they've won four of their last five where Lillard has scored 48, 36, 50, 47, and 61 respectively. Holy shit. And he's been the leading score. He's led the – 
every night that they've played, he's been the leading scorer. He's <laughs> <laughs> been the leading scorer. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're still going. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm just going to leave the call soon, and I apologize. All right. He's been the leading scorer since January 7th when Carmelo had 28. But other than that, it's been Lillard. Going. What did Carmelo do in the tribute game? Uh, let's look. I'm making him do all the work, man. <laughs> yeah, make the intern do everything. <coughs> uh, oh, he did not play. He um, he took. I remember he took a personal day. Oh, so because, he's still grieving? Yeah, oh, wow. Just like Kyrie did the other night. I don't know why when Kyrie did it, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of like just, I don't know. Oh, I can't take this? Nah, yeah. I, just... I mean, like, I'm, I know, I'm sure he had, like, well, apparently the first person he called after they won in 16 was Kobe. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I, I guess the, I, I didn't know it, but they had, like, some sort of relationship beyond. It just seems like it's always over-dramatized with him. Well, yeah, I think I think that's just also part of what his narrative has been in the media with his flat-earth shit yeah. and everything else he goes on about. Yeah, did you see LeBron's hat, too? I didn't see it. Le- wait, did I see what? He did some Mambo or Kobe for life tattoo. Oh, he- Oh, I did not see. I didn't see the tattoo. I know in his speech last night he said "Mamba out, but never forgotten." Yeah, no, but he got some tattoo or whatever. So. Um, I mean, that doesn't. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that's that makes sense. Yeah, as far as uh, and then Kyrie at fifty four. <laughs> Kyrie went. He was and he had like one of the most efficient nights ever for someone scoring that many points. I think he missed. He missed one free throw. He's nine of ten from the line. I think he missed one three, and I think he missed three or four field goals like he was he was like one of the most efficient nights they could have had or that anybody could have had and then i guess still around the nba we're gonna try to keep it you know move on from here is what i'm saying uh there's major changes to the all-star game did you hear about that they because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like dying back here um, i apologize i apologize for the coughing but we were just taking too long i might as well um i think well i know they're they're like you, no, they, now they, each they one, broke it up in half, or they broke it up in quarters. quarters right? yeah. And I think the fourth quarter, it's like there's no time. You, I don't actually know because it was so confusing. Yeah, but I think they go like play to 21 or something. You know, yeah, something like, they, like that. They made it. They broke it up and made it loose more interesting instead of just a you know a 180 to 183 blowout. Yeah. So we'll see how that works. And then obviously uh, Zion and John Morant played last night. I think Zion ended up winning. Watching, I mean, I'm just happy that I'm hoping that like his knees hold up, but he's just been really for the first week and a half or whatever that he's been back. He's been super exciting. Yeah, that's why I wanted to save my talk about Zion and Ja to the next portion of this podcast because it looks like we missed out on two. All right. Well, when did Ja go? <coughs> he went. Oh, he went second. Yeah, I'm now doing sign language. I, I put up two for him. That when did when were the next draft? Was it fourth? Third. RJ's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good, but he's no Ja or Zion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I guess just the rest. Like Coach K had an outburst, and then he said he was so upset that yeah, Kobe I, died or something. I, I didn't understand, but he was yelling at the crazies to shut up. He's one of us. <laughs> yeah, he he. It, it was. I he apologized later. No. I'm, 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 that doesn't surprise me because I've seen Shashevsky like they had one. There was there was one game. I remember reading stuff about the crazies. They there was a ref who was making some bad calls, I guess, in against Duke or making calls against Duke that the fans weren't in agreement with. 
So his name was was Richard something. I don't remember his last name. So the fans started chanting, "You suck, dick." <laughs> and that's pretty good. During, <laughs> during like a break, Shashevsky actually got on the microphone and was like, "Please don't be inappropriate and lewd or whatever." So they they took note of him. And then as once play started back up, the chant started to, "You suck, Richard." <laughs> but they, that's like the one of the few times I've seen him actually like he lashed out. Like he was he was he was angry. Oh, yeah, he craziest. said that it was because Kobe had died and Jeff Capel was one of his or something. I I, I thought it was a little weird, but yeah, I, I when I saw that video, it was, just, I w- it was like comical. He he just he was just losing it. Yeah, which yeah, nah, I I, I was gonna start ripping Coach K, but I decided to back off. But guess what, people? We actually made it through the first segment, and I can still kind of talk, but. Thanks for listening. I don't know why I'm wrapping it up now. We'll we'll be back in a second is what I'm trying to say. Welcome back. This is the segment I like because when you can't talk, this is the guest interview part. So basically, who is your like favorite team or player? I know you're not the biggest basketball fan. Uh, I grew up a Knicks fan. My father Yay! <laughs> my father was um Born and raised in the city, so I I inherited all of his sports teams, and he I mean, I mean I don't know how much of a, I, I never really talked to him about like the glory days in the Knicks in the seventies when they won, but I know in the nineties with Ewing and the con the uh, consistent like you know conference championship appearances he was a fan, and he liked the that was more of that's when he liked basketball you know the the gritty defense defensive minded one because as we got 69 64 finals yeah as i got old you know once i got older and you know basketball developed into like you know the long range shots you know he he couldn't stand watching what he would always say you know oh he's traveling he's taking a bus he's traveling yeah, you know? yeah. um so i over time i mean like i just i didn't he didn't like it i didn't like it so i never really watched i played it as a kid in like elementary school but i never was a huge uh, fan of up until recently, I've started to follow it more. And again, I don't really have a favorite team. I just watch the highlights, and I root for just whoever I'd rather see. But there's no, I have no stake in the game really, really in any way. So you weren't like because he's from New Jersey. You weren't a Nets fan at all then. No, he was from New York. He was born and raised. In no, no, I'm talking about you though. Oh, oh, oh. um, yeah. No, I I went to a couple Nets games. I actually had a Stefan Marbury <laughs> number 33, the gray run, the old silver gray jersey. Oh yeah, I yeah. Had one of those. But no, nah, I mean, I went to a couple games as a kid, but like the the Nets, what they had the two finals appearances back to back, got blown out in both. I don't even think they sold out the games. Yeah, did they? yeah. No, nah, I think they did, but like the Eastern Conference Finals, I think you could buy tickets day yeah. of. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it, it was a joke at the time that the West, the Western Conference, was with the Spurs, the Mavericks. Well, it's still they. <laughs> yeah, 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 but still, but still, they with just the Spurs team in their prime, Lakers with Kobe and Shaq. It just, what was the point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who? Yeah, it was the Nets and the Celtics? I guess I can't even remember. No, not I think the the Pistons. Oh, that's four, right. I forgot about them. Yeah, they were pretty the, good yeah, <laughs> with, uh, with Rashid. But yeah, they. I. I mean, I didn't. My, I. I went. I've been to I think three or four basketball games. I went to the one Knicks game with you, where he ripped the team the whole time. All right, I did. Um, I went to that one. I went to a Brooklyn Nets game, and I. I think I went to two New Jersey. I think I've been to four games in my entire life. And I prefer college basketball. I find that more entertaining. Do you have a team you follow? I actually do. Am a I am a Duke fan. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I didn't, now this isn't the way I should learn this. This is despicable. Oh my god! I don't think we could be friends anymore. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not like I always just root for them. I grew. My dad liked Coach K, so 
Oh, no wonder you had such in-depth knowledge. I was like, I thought you just had researched it. This is hilarious. Do you have any favorite, like, do player? Um, what was his name? No wonder you like Zion, too, man. Oh, well, I, I, he was just – he's just – Well, yeah, I mean, everybody specimen. likes him. Yeah. Um, when I watched him the most, it was J.J. Redick. Yeah. I love J.J. In college. It's, a, it's amazing how great a career he's had. Yeah, for someone – because usually at the time, before Duke started getting these one-and-done guys – Duke would have a really good season with the same four white kids. <laughs> and then they never went on to make a career outside of, like, Grant Hill. Grant Hill was probably the only most, like, prolific one up until recently. Leitner had an okay career. Yeah, but he was more of a he was more known for his college dominance. Than oh, well, yeah. Like, Grant Hill had a... Bobby Hurley got in the car wreck. Now, just... Yeah, uh, but, I mean, and then, like, wasn't there... Was it Jay Williams or, or Boozer? There was Carlos Boozer, too. Was Who had a good career. Yeah, but I, I, up until... You know the more the Kyries, the the Brandon Ingrams, the uh, <coughs> and now the Zion's. You I only, forgot Ingram was a Duke guy. Yeah, up until these guys who they've had the one and dones before Duke never really had the one and dones. Wow, and also Coach K poo pooed it, and then all of a sudden he's benefiting. Yeah, with what? How yeah. much money is he giving these guys? No offense, but did Kyrie? If you're a flat earther, how are you getting into Duke? Yeah. I just want to know that. No, yeah. just... I mean, he. Uh, I I didn't know. I knew didn't know much of Kyrie. I know he went to St. Peter's Prep. Yeah, in Jersey, and he was like, he, like the school he went to, they were St. Peter's. I think they hadn't lost a basketball game in like six years. <laughs> they like it was just a powerhouse high school, and then he went to Duke, and then he missed. He played like fifteen, twenty games, hurt his ankle. I thought it was like eight or something. I, I mean, maybe included because I know he made it back for like the March Madness. Yeah, so I think maybe combined he played like fifteen games, and he goes, eh, "I'm gonna go to the, I'm <laughs> the NBA." Yeah, he's on a. All right, I was on trying to make another flat earth joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's crazy to learn that about you. Man. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm, Cherokee Parks. Nah, I'm just kidding. I, I um, like when, if I did brackets, I'd usually like I, I, I've learned from previous mistakes. I'm like, oh, Duke's winning it all. Of Duke just bowing out in the most embarrassing fashion. <laughs> Number two to Lehigh. Um, who, didn't they lose last year? Was it South Carolina? I don't even uh, remember. Yeah, they, but they always have a tendency to bow out pretty embarrassingly. They won the ACC tournament last year, right? Yes. Yeah, because they beat my Notre Dame Irish, I think, oh. in the semis. I think. I don't. I don't remember. I guess I really don't follow. Like, I mean, I, f- I watch games, but yeah, like, yeah. But then March Madness is when I'll actually like dedicate watching it. Oh yeah, getting the brackets and all yeah. that. Well, that's pretty good though. But I normally would ask you how you think your uh, team's doing, but you pretty much said it already. I, I just... Yeah, I mean, like, and like I said, NBA. I don't really follow anything. I'll watch. I'll watch games. I'll watch highlights, and I'll just root for what the outcome I want. But I have no stake in the game at all. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I hate these guys. Yeah. Let me root against them. Nah, just kidding. Yeah, so that was the guest interview portion of this uh, podcast. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. This is the portion of the pod that I actually hate. The next portion. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so basically they're 13 and 36, 2 and 6 since the last time we talked. Tied for the second worst record in the NBA with, I think, the Hawks and Wizards. I don't know, but you know who has the worst record in the NBA? Golden State. Yeah, that's fucking. They're going to get the number one pick. Yeah, because they're holding. Well, now they're like they're holding out Curry. Like they. Like, yeah, they're going to be world champs again next year. I mean, if honestly, if they didn't get brutalized with injury, they'd be probably one of the better teams. Well, yeah, yeah, they'd probably be a contender now. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we lost to the Suns one twenty one ninety eight, lost to the Sixers ninety eighty seven, one at the Cavs one oh six eighty six. That's like you know, 
claiming you beat Cav- the Cavaliers to Columbus. That's that's a, yeah. that's a sad W. That's that's like a half a win. Nah, just, <laughs> there's bad. Oh, we might be tied with the Cavs. That's my. I think that's yeah. who we're tied with. Yeah. Lost to the Lakers, one hundred ninety-two. Lost to the Raptors, one eighteen, one twelve. Beat the Nets, one ten, ninety-five. I think ninety-seven. 97. Yeah. Lost at the Hornets, ninety-seven, ninety-two. And then lost to the Grizzlies, 127-106. And basically the overview, we suck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you can't really kid that. You guys do suck. Yeah. But I try to come up with some. I mean, I could say it each. I mean, they they like they did have some close games. That Lakers game, like that, like I, that was the only game I watched of these last few. And I sat in, and it was 50-48 to 48 at half. Like, it was a close game. The only thing I've noticed with those, a lot of these teams are just toying with us. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the Lakers definitely were playing down yeah. to the Knicks level. And they just kept, like, toying along before AD went off in the second half. Because AD had a big second half. But they, like, I mean, and again, like, it was what, what I wanted to, what I could see in your notes you're probably going to harp on. It, yes, it was a Lakers game, so there were obviously a lot of Laker fans there. But it's still the Garden, and it was dead. Like that crowd noise was like nothing. Yeah, the the uh, usually I don't even know. Usually when the, it's a high price game, you get people that are there just to be there. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, I, I haven't watched it, but like when it was like fifty to forty eight at half, like it was like you know like some, <laughs> some <laughs> golf small, claps. Yeah, and golf claps. So like it was a close game at the time. Granted, you know the Knicks were going to get blown out, but they, they, they there was like no no atmosphere there. Yeah, that's why I actually like like when teams that aren't that good come in because it's usually a pretty good atmosphere because you have more actual Knicks fans there, yeah. not not just tourists or whatever. And speaking of that type of game, the last game they played had a pretty fun ending. Oh, you know? It was the Grizzlies game. Now, I can see it both ways, but I almost said Jamison Crowder. Is it Jay Crowder? Jamison Crowder is the receiver for the uh, – J- I think it's Jace. Jay Crowder. Yeah, I think it's short for like Jay- Jamison or whatever. But yeah, Jay Crowder. Yeah, whatever. He stole – they're up by 15, 20, something like that. Yeah. He stole the inbounds and went back to take a three with 45 seconds left, and Peyton just pushed him into the crowd. Granted, most of the crowd had already left, so there was nobody sitting there. The uh, And that obviously broke into not a fight, but like – Like a bench-clearing brawl, you know, pushing and shoving, small things like that. Yeah, like a – as I burp now, basically like a hold me back convention. Yeah, like nothing like that. I don't know if you saw that Kansas brawl, the college. Brawl. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah there were no, no chairs. chairs. <laughs> <laughs> now, but it's just like you got to play hard till the end. I I never understood the I never understood the whole um, getting pissed off if like someone's running up the score. Like I never understood, or like you know, yeah, why don't you just play harder? Yeah, like I mean, like especially like in football, you're up forty to nothing. Who gives a shit if you you let up forty points? Like I never understood getting pissed off that they're just trying to rub it in your face. Yeah, but then again, it's still you never see it. Yeah, so. but, well, I mean, it's it's one thing to call a play like if it's let's say for a football game, you're up forty to nothing, and you could run a, you run the ball and he happens to break free for the end zone. Fuck it, you you missed your tackle. Yeah, he's gonna run in. Now if you ran a trick play. Like a fake punt when yeah. you're up by 50, then yeah, that's kind of like with all right. That's now you're just being a dick. <laughs> but you know, in this case, Drake, he's playing hard. He stole the ball. He took an opportunity. Who cares? You know, yeah, that's he, why I love Peyton. But he was like, oh, that was um, I forgot what he said. And then Morris got fined for saying Crowder has female tendencies. 
idiot. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty like, much. You, you, gave up, you gave up the steal, and you took a shot. Why are you going to push him, you know? It, I never, I've to this day, I've never understood getting pissed off about people running up the score or still playing hard when it's a blowout. Like, you're a professional athlete at the highest level, you know. So you got spanked, you know. But this is one game. You move past it. You work from it. You learn from your mistakes. You don't throw a hissy fit and shove <laughs> a guy into the first row. Yeah, he. I, I Peyton obviously got suspended. Jaron Jackson Jr. I guess and. Uh, Marco Gerderich or something. I, don't know. I was just reading who got suspended. Mm-hmm. Morris got uh, fined for the comments. Uh, yeah, the cool thing was, like I said, when there's more Knicks fans in there, the sell the team chant really was echoing nice. And I heard our lovely owner got mad at some teenagers. or something. Yeah, he singled out one teenage girl. It was a girl? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like a 15-year-old girl. Good. Yeah, please, God, tell me you're lying. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh. He's, he's seeing that was like a teenage girl. Did he kick her out though? I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't read the article. I just saw the title that he singled out a teenage girl for the sell the team chant. Which is how are you going to isolate out of the eighteen thousand in the arena like that fifteen year old twelve rows up? She's, <laughs> she's the start of it all. The girl who's probably there with either a boyfriend and her parent who doesn't give a shit about the game. Yeah. How are you going to just single them out? That's one. Of, it's one of the dumbest things. Yeah. As far as the rest of the team, it's same old, same old. RJ, the bad news, has been out six games, and that's one of the, you know, bright spots for us uh, well, developing him. Did he get hurt during this two-week portion, or was it last week when you did your other episode? No, he, it was the game the after, the next game after I had finished the pod against the Suns. Oh, yeah, he like rolled his ankle. He sprained his yeah, ankle. I was at the game, and he, he rolled his ankle. <laughs> and Dennis Smith returned. Who gives a shit? No, I just – uh, I mean, even we lost to Charlotte, who ended an eight-game losing streak. I mean, yeah. it's just and you lost like, <coughs> it's like yeah, Terry Scary Terry had a double double, thirty points, ten boards. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, every year it gets harder and harder to watch this team, but when you start losing people like me, yeah. who named his fucking podcast after this goddamn team, who still willingly is a season ticket holder. Yeah, I don't know, but if the, I will say, all right. I'm not going to guarantee because you never guarantee anything. But if Steve Mills is still employed with the Knicks after this season, I might not have those tickets anymore now. Really? He needs to be fired. You know, He's gone through six head coaches. How the fuck does he still have a job? Now, I know the biggest problem is above him, but yeah. at least make me feel good. You know? And, I mean, they – well, I mean, I remember, I remember you when Fizdale got fired, like – necessarily he may not have been the problem and they got a little you know a but i'm glad it's it's like i always say coaching changes rarely make a difference and it's shown to be it was nice in the beginning he was three and three yeah now he he was 500 i don't even know what it is they were four and 18 with fizdale so that means they're nine and nine and 18 yeah so it's not much better they are better, though. <laughs> Sorry, to, to go back to that teenager. Uh, so far, it's not saying it was a girl, so I guess I just misread it. But Dolan pointed out the teenager's security because he was the person closest to him participating in the chant. <laughs> I love it, man. Just I would just be laughing though, as Dolan. You realize you gave me money? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. all I'd be like. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking hate that motherfucker. I, by the way, 
if he died in a helicopter crash, it'd be the complete reverse. All right, I did That's terrible to say, but it would be the complete reversal. To- yeah, I think you're getting your uh, – <laughs> you might be losing those tickets tonight. <laughs> yeah, but Barrett's on the world team in the rookie game. For some reason, no Mitchell Robinson. Those are really the only notes I have. I don't know why he's not on the U.S. team. I looked at the roster. I forgot who's on there, but I'm like, Mitchell Robinson's a hell of a player. You know, He can't get in the sophomore game. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for that. <laughs>
Check out his podcast, Ramblin' Joe's Funhouse. And thanks to my producer, Tristan. Thanks to QED. And a big thank you to all you. Thanks so much. Go Knicks.